Hey, you're listening to another episode of the Cash Flow series dedicated to better understanding how we can take advantage of our financial future. For this episode, we introduce a guest by the name of Jonathan Mercado, who is a mortgage lender, and we get to learn a little bit more about him. Besides being a mortgage lender, he is also known as Rico J. With just a little under 15,000 followers on IG and 10,000 followers on TikTok as we speak, this content creator is quite known for his personality on social media, his ability to make funny content, and also host a podcast called Millennial Mindset. Hope you guys enjoy. You're listening to On The Go Voice Podcast, the best generational podcast you'll ever tune into. Listen to the voices of this generation where we seek to identify values, stimulate discussions, and vocalize the community. Business comes first, did we totally? Yeah, yeah. I was just pulling into the crib when, I, when that happened. Awesome, bro. All right, all right. All good, man. How are you doing today? Uh, Doing I, good, bro. Doing good. I was actually, uh, I was at my office. Luckily, it's my second day back to my office and I love okay. it, bro. I'm uh, cool, picking the pace up. Yeah, I seen the little setup for the podcast too, so it looked nice, man. Yeah, yeah, we have a podcast room. What's our media room? So we're setting that up and uh, still still going through the, I guess, the uh, logistics of things and, and setting it all up. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm lucky to be where I'm at, bro. I love that place. Yeah, that's really, awesome, uh, man. We're, well, we're excited to have you on, bro, especially, you know, for the finance series, um, yeah. you know, being able to generalize it and make it a more understanding uh, pathway for anybody, especially the younger generation to grasp this concept. You know, we just uh, interviewed someone who was uh, talking about credit, which was an interesting thing, by the way. This guy was just... Who was talking about? Who was it? Uh, his name is Steve Bart. So, uh, Steve Bart. Is he local? No, no, no. He's in Vegas. Uh, one of my friends who I interviewed actually referred me to him. So like, okay. oh, bet because I also want to talk about credit because I knew a little bit about it, but I wanted someone who was more professional about it. So yeah, uh, not too many people know about it, and I don't know any local people that are like solid on it. So I'm excited to listen to that one, bro. Yeah, bro, I'll, I'll uh, link you up to him too if you need if you need some more guests. But uh, yeah, yeah, let's let's get it because I I know you guys have some dope content too. So let's get this thing started. Cool. Um, so other than that, so let's just get to start before, before we even move on, um, let's go ahead and just introduce you for anybody listening so that they know who you are. Okay, cool. Yo, what's up guys? My name is Jonathan Rico Mercado. Um, I'm a, I work for a mortgage company in Ventura, Capital Mortgage Services. I'm also a social media influencer and, uh, yeah, for those of you that don't know me, that's me. That's awesome, bro. Um, I actually knew Rico through social media. For anybody listening, I've always just admired his way of content and his uh, work ethic and his mindset. And uh, he's actually one of the uh, hosts for Millennial Mindset as well. So he has his own podcast. So I'm excited to have him on um, explain kind of what mortgage is about. But uh, just just before before we actually get into that, I'm, I'm curious, bro. Um, what got you involved in mortgages? Um, this actually started when, early when I was in my banking career. So I started working as a teller right out of high school. And um, I remember I used to watch this lady come in and out of my um, my branch, at, uh, and I was always like, why does this why does this lady always get to leave? Like, why does she always get to kind of do her thing? And she was always like, you know, carrying a Louis Vuitton bag, and she looked super Hollywood, bro. So I was like, what is she doing? I want to do that. Um, so I approached her one day, and I was like, hey, what do you do? Her name's Evelina Escobedo. Um, so I approached her, I'm like, hey, what do you do for a living? She's like, oh, I'm your your uh, uh, mortgage consultant, and I was like. Oh, what is that? Like, 
I don't know what it was, right? And she started explaining to me and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then she, you know, elaborated on what her tasks were. And I thought it was, uh, I thought it was really exciting, man. And ever since I was a child, I was obsessed with one day buying my mother a house. So I became very, um, since I was a kid, man, I became very um, obsessed with that. Learning how to buy a house, learning how to sell a house, learning how to flip homes, learning how to do these things because I found it interesting. And then when I met somebody that can help me get into that world, I was like, dude, I struck gold. So she started teaching me about it. I would shadow her during my breaks. And uh, I fell in love with the business, bro. And there is no feeling, and I'm sure that Adrian can, uh, can definitely agree with me here, but there is no feeling like giving somebody a first-time home buyer keys to a house that they've worked their butt off you know their entire life and they they spend their life savings on this so it's a it's a really beautiful feeling bro but to answer your question that's how that's how i first was exposed to mortgages through uh one of my coworkers. that's awesome bro um i i feel like a lot of people who get into the business and who are in it for the right reasons or typically they get in it for a bigger cause and you and adrian right. are one of the few people that i can point out to that so i'm glad and i noticed you had multiple names you go by johnny but you also rico j on instagram um well i'm actually curious that, about that yeah so my name is my my legal name is jonathan mercado um johnny's i i don't know people just started calling me johnny when i was a kid and it just kind of stuck um but rico was actually a nickname that came up when i was very young man i used to have long hair and um I don't think you guys may know this, but I, I used to uh, uh, dance semi-professional salsa when I was a kid. Both of my parents were professional salsa dancers. They actually travel, they compete, and they do all these other cool things all over California. And then um, they were sponsored. My father was sponsored by Bacardi and all this other cool stuff. So it was a cool thing growing up. And I grew up dancing with long hair, I would slick it back. People started calling me Rico Suave, right? When I was a kid, this would annoy the crap out of me, man. And it would, it would almost piss me off. And I remember having a conversation with my dad once and I was like, dad, this is pissing me off. I hate it. He's like, just ignore it. Just allow it. Just say, okay, just answer to it. And people will stop doing it. They'll get over it once you cut your hair. Yeah, it didn't work like that. <laughs> it stuck and it went from Rico Suave to Rico and it just kind of stuck to me. And it's just, it's just one of those like nicknames that I've adopted as a second name, um, just because so many people know me by that. And it was just kind of like, well, whatever, you know, that's, uh, that's where that name came from. So Rico J, Rico, and then the J for Jonathan. That's awesome, bro. I actually, that's so cool that you have a background story to it. And then it's actually quite interesting <laughs> to hear about it. Never would have pictured with longer hair. But um, yeah, I, 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 think I, I, posted one, uh, I think I posted a photo on I Instagram. Think you did. I think you did. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, so I know, I know you mentioned earlier also why you got involved in the mortgage business because you always, you always wanted to own a home, especially to help your parents out. Um, right. I mean, I actually want to dive in if there was something in there, something more deeper that maybe that made you decide why you got into the mortgage business itself. Maybe there was some someone who inspired you or maybe there was something that you saw in yourself. Uh, yeah. I forgot what the person was that mentioned that you met, uh, specifically that you um, saw in her, in you. Cause that's typically where it starts. I mean, the fact that you seem so passionate with mortgage business and helping uh, other people become homeowners is very, you know, astounding. So can you talk a little bit more about that? Of course. So the, the deepest rooted reason as to why I got into this business is, is mainly because I remember as a kid, I would fall asleep, man. And uh, um, I would fall asleep in my mother's lap while she was holding me. I remember this is a uh, way back in the day, bro. Um, I would fall asleep in her lap, promising her that one day I was going to buy her a house. 
one day I was going to buy her house, one day I was going to buy her house. And that became kind of like my, my life goal. And the day that I do that, I know that it's going to be something huge for me. It's going to be the, the, the moment that I know I've accomplished my biggest goal in life, which is to buy my mother a home. And it's, it's, it became, I became so obsessed with that goal and I, I still am obsessed with it. Um, that I wanted to get as close to this industry as possible and, and what better way than getting into lending or real estate. Now I realized as well that I was, uh, I, I hate to admit it, but I love math. <laughs> I was actually in, uh, in high school. I took, uh, I took calculus in high school or eight, what is it? A, B and B, C calculus. I, I did all this stuff. Right. I, I hated it, but I loved it and I was good at it. So, um, which I've never used any of that just for, for, uh, to, to add a note here, I've never used any of that. The most I've ever used is algebra in, in the industry that I'm in, but I became obsessed with numbers and percentages and, and how numbers work. Um, so I decided that I wanted to be in the background, especially because I know that the other endeavors that I have are so kind of in the forefront, like the social media thing is always very in the forefront. I'm kind of the face. I wanted to be in the background because I know that our real estate agents are, I like to call them the poster child of the transaction, right? So I wanted to be kind of in the background. I just wanted to be kind of the, the, the puppeteer in the background, doing my thing, making sure things are going the way that they should be going. So um, I became obsessed with the business. I was exposed to it. And then when I found out really what you do, oh man, it was, it was just like, dude, I can do this for a living. Uh, Charles, I felt like I have not worked for the last six years of my life, bro. I really feel like I'm not working. And the thing is that I feel like when you really find something and you're passionate about it and you feel that way, you need to focus all of your energy in it, no matter what trials and tribulations you come into, uh, no, no matter how hard it gets, you have to just continue to work on that. Um, and that was basically it, man. I was, uh, it's funny that you asked about the Evelina thing because I remember, when was it? I think it was about three or four years ago. We were sitting in the, in the mortgage office and I was sitting in my, or I was walking into the office and uh, as I'm walking into the office, her desk was facing the front door. She got teary eyed and I was like, like, what's going on? Like, what's, what's wrong with you? And she's like, you know what, Johnny, I'm really proud of you. And I was like, okay. Like I had just closed a really big, uh, one of the biggest uh, months in my, at the beginning of my career, I, I closed, I think it was like six deals in one month. And nice. it was just like amazing, amazing, really cool month for me. And uh, she, she gets teary eyed and she's like, I still remember when you were at Teller and you told me one day I'm going to have your job and I'll look at you, you jumped in the business. So it's been moments like that, that have made it really special for me. Um, remembering kind of where I started and where I'm at now. And then also I'm extremely motivated by helping people, Charles. Um, one of my favorite things to do, I've realized, is, is help people. I love helping people, whether it's in their personal life or it's buying a home. And what better way than helping someone reach that home ownership um, feeling, reach that goal of home ownership? It's like, to me, that's the dopest thing in the world, bro. You own a piece of earth. Like, that's like, if you think about it, you own a yeah, piece of totally, bro. Like, you, this is yours. Like, nobody, nobody can tell you what color you're going to paint the walls. Nobody can tell you uh, what color you're, what kind of doorknobs you're going to use. Like, nah, this is your dojo, bro. This is your, this is your, your Zen. You know what I mean? You can make it as cool as you want. You can make it as boring as you want. You can make it as, as extravagant, extravagant as you want. Like this is yours as long as you pay it. Right. <laughs> but this yeah, is exactly. yours. And one day it's going to be free and clear. And, and one day this is going to allow you to create uh, wealth through real estate. Um, that's one thing that I think is really overseen. There's, there's just so much that you can do with homes. And, um, I don't know, man, it's just, I became 
I fell in love with this business and and it's just that. Um, I hope I answer your question like that. I feel like I rambled no, on. No, 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 no. Like that actually gives me a clear perspective on who you are because like the way I saw you and perceived you at first was just this guy who created content, who made viral content, which we'll jump into anyways. But uh, uh-huh. I could see from your passion, your energy, how much you're driven by the purpose of just helping people out. And I absolutely love it. I love being around people just like that. That's why I had you on and you was going to be an instant okay. connect, especially with, with Adrian too. That's that's the vibe I got from him. So I love bringing people together like that. And then also bringing that um, knowledge and specialization for the people who's listening. So um, with that being said, you know, I, I kind of want to jump into that other alter ego of uh, Rico J. Um, if anybody knows him, I mean, from Oxnard, you, you create some pretty dope posts and, and some of them have gone viral, right? And yeah. uh, you made some skits or uh, other things like other skits or even just like awareness or any types of uh, a posts. You know, I, I noticed that a lot of people really respect your opinion and uh, in a way maybe even look up to you, you know? Can you talk? Talk a little bit about what's uh, behind Rico J. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, you said something back there that looked up to me. I don't. I don't think I'm. Uh, uh, I'm a work in progress, bro. Uh, I'm a work in progress, and it's it's very humbling when I do hear people that reach out to me and tell me stuff like what you just mentioned right now. But um, a little bit about that image, man. It all started kind of as a joke. Um, I was. I was a. Uh, when was it? I think it was maybe three. I haven't been doing it for that long, but at least I don't think I have. I think it's been like three or four years that I've been doing this. Uh, and I used to send back and forth videos with my best friend, uh, Cruz Garcia. I used to send him videos of uh, Le Juan James, which is uh, Juan Atiles, one of my favorite, favorite, if not my favorite content creators on social media. Um, he does a lot of, uh, he's, he's Puerto Rican and Dominican. He does a lot of, um, like uh, family comedy and uh, very clean comedy, by the way. He's one of the only ones that I've not seen cuss on social media. Um, and he's still able to knock out crazy amount of views on there. Um, but he, he started creating this content and I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was extremely funny. So I would send it back and forth with my buddy Cruz. And one day I was just kidding. I was like, dude, I want to make one of these. Like, I, I think I'd be funny on here. Cause I always say kind of some off the wall stuff. And um, it's just my personality. I like making people smile and laugh. and. Um, I first started doing vlogs, which was around the same time. Cause I was like, well, I don't think I'm funny. So let's start trying out vlogs. And I remember my fl- first vlog was for a new year's rave. I went to a rave for like a new year's Eve thing. Um, and that went well, like my, my 600 followers loved it. And I was like, uh, okay, maybe there's something in this. Okay. Let's try it again. Continue doing it. But that joke about creating, uh, skits stayed in the back. And then my buddy Chimmy, Omar Guerrero, he reaches out to me and he's like, hey, bro, do you want to be in a video? But for some reason, I thought that he meant like, did I want to edit a video for him? And I was like, dude, hell yeah. Like, I love editing stuff. So he invited me and we actually ended up recording a video and it went well. I posted it. Dude, that thing got a lot of love on my social media. And I was like, okay, there's something here. And a big shout out to Chimmy because he's the one who kind of invited me to start making these videos. I already had the idea, but I just didn't have any guidance. And he was already creating the content. So he invited me to start doing it. And um, I fell in love with it too, man. It was just kind of like a a second passion. It was kind of a passion project. And I've been able to meet some really cool people through it. Uh, Been traveled California because of it. Um, Been invited to really cool places. Uh, So it's been a a really cool journey, man. It was, uh, it's just, it, it, it was one of those things that just came out of fun. It, it never was really planned. And to this day, it's not planned. I just have fun with it. 
that's awesome to hear, bro. Especially the story behind it. And then, um, uh, I, I definitely wouldn't have thought. I, I know you and Jimmy have worked on some uh, content together, so it's nice to see that you guys, uh, that you, I guess, c- kind of got a little push from it as well. But yeah. um, with where you're at right now too, you know, uh, I love that that you're able to connect with other people as well. Um, so and also you have a podcast with Rigo, who I interviewed a couple of weeks ago as well. Uh, Inside the Millennial Mindset, can you uh, talk a little about that? Just so yeah. We- so for that one, for that project, uh, Rigo and I had been talking about. Uh, working on something. I remember there was a company that he was working with that I just, I would not, I would just not work with. I could not work with because of, of um, public image and, and things that I had heard in the, in, in the public space. And we all go through bad times. We all, we, not every transaction is going to be perfect, which I've learned to now say, to understand that through business, because business is not always going to be beautiful, right? It has, it has its good days and it has its bad days. But it, during that time, I just did not want to I guess tarnish my image because it was just so fresh and uh he would he approached me once at the gym and he was like hey bro um i'd like to work with you i knew who he was working with and i was like you know what bro look i respect you but i just i can't because of this this and this reason i know these these businesses and this is what happened and this stuff went and he was like okay cool um but we stayed in touch and i found this guy extremely weird but interesting i i i find that i attract like weird but interesting people and i like that so we stayed in contact. He followed me on Instagram. I followed him back. We kind of chit-chatted back and forth. And then he tells me all of a sudden, hey, I'm no longer with this company, but I still want to keep that uh, offer on the table. I'd like to work on something with you. And I was like, okay, I think this is our time. So let's talk. We sat down. We kind of cleared things out. He told me his his uh, point of view, and I shared it with him my point of view. And then we came to an understanding, and I was like, okay, I think you and I can work together now. So um, at first, we were going to start this brand, which it's still in the back burner. Um, can't share much about that because it's still kind of an idea that's up in the air. But sure, we no were way. thinking about something that we wanted to do now. We thought, what does Ventura County need? Ventura County needs something that they can look forward to, right? Because I go to L.A. for seminars. I go to L.A. for networking events. I go to L.A. for growth and development things, right? So we got together and we were working on putting an event together. So Millennial Mindset initially was actually not even supposed to be a podcast. It was just going to be an event. Um, Millennial Mindset was just going to be a mindset event where we were going to bring different speakers and all this good stuff. But unfortunately, we were not able to do that yet. It's still in the works and eventually we will be putting this event together. But um, it graduated into like a, a podcast, which we had started as well with Jason Amoral. I'm sure you know the guy, right? I, I actually just interviewed him for my quarantine edition to talk about like oh, no what shit. it's like being in there. Dude, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I got all yeah, you guys. So Jason, Jason was on it, um, which he actually ended up dropping out because his you know, business endeavors. I respect and we truly miss this guy on our podcast, but he's out exploring other things and kudos to the guy. I support anything and everything that Jason does, uh, which a little backstory, Jason and I used to be an all-male at CI. Um, <laughs> no, but way. anyway. You were yeah, not, we were in, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, we were on all melt together. I was I on all melt for two weeks until I almost beat up one of the one of the senior kids because he was trying to be a hot shot. Yeah. For everybody listening, let them know what all male is. Oh, bro, all male is the baddest, the best, the craziest dance team in Ventura County, bro. For uh, Channel Islands High School, bro. This is the this is the the baddest of the bad are there, bro. And I feel like. <laughs> like disciples of byron Bukow, bro yeah yeah isn't that crazy bro how uh, all of us went to channel island this is freaking insane oh you guys went to ci too <laughs> yeah dude 
No shit. I only went there two years. So I went okay. there oh, sophomore year and then uh, junior, senior year, I went to Pacific High School. So, okay. but anyway, back to the topic. Sorry. Over here, so, <laughs> so um, we started the project and uh, at first it was kind of like, well, let's see what's going on. There's no other podcast or at least there was no podcast that I had uh, that had come up to me. Um, and we're like, okay, cool. Let's try this out. And it worked. And uh, thank goodness, bro. We, we did it. And I think it's what our community needed. And um, we're lucky to say that we have a very strong following on there and a, a pretty, uh, pretty broad, um, what is it called? A uh, demographic of listeners, man. We have uh, older generations listening. We have younger generations listening. We have business people. We have uh, creatives listening. So we, we have um, people from different different areas that are listening to us. And then what I like too is that this this thing got like overseas. Like this podcast is listened to overseas as well. So it's a very big motivational kind of push to continue doing and creating content. So um, it just graduated into that, man. And now we we through time and, and with a collaboration with Capital Mortgage Services. Uh, huge thanks to my team there. We've been able to work on uh, uh, getting our own studio and now we have a, a place to record. It, it was all, it's like Biggie Small says, bro, it was all a dream. Hey, there we go. And I love to see it, especially people from the 805 creating something like that that can serve the community. And I think, especially here, we need more people like that that can uh, support a foundation and, and create that support so that people can get to the other side, you know, because it's already hard enough out here, you know. So appreciate people yeah. like you. So with yeah, that which, being said, what's that? If I may, sure. while, while, you're, while you said that, man, I want to give you guys a huge, uh, a huge thank you for doing this. Um, you know, I, I think it's, we're starting to get to a level where there's more support. I actually, um, can I cuss on here? Is it? No, you're good, bro. (laughs) No filter. Uh, I'm very, Oh, this is one thing that I do have to say guys. I'm not, I'm professional when I have to be, but I'm also myself at all times. I don't beat around the bush. I don't bullshit. Uh, I, I talk like a, I cuss like a sailor, bro. I never cuss at anyone and I never, never in a derogatory way toward anyone, but I cuss like a sailor. So excuse me if if these bad words come out, bro. It's, it's, uh, I'm sorry in advance. (laughs) <laughs> um, but I was watching a video today where this thing, um, this, this guy was talking about, um, it's impossible to dick ride your homies. And this is something that I feel like is important. And I want him to, I, I want to scream this at the top of my lungs, but I really want to scream this to Ventura County, to Oxnard, to, to, to Ventura, to Cameron. I, I want to scream this to every single creative, every single business person everybody that's out here bro because i feel like there's a lack of support because people don't want to dick ride the thing is like it's impossible and i'm quoting this guy this is not me that came up with this idea with this concept i've actually posted it on my instagram on my on my stories if you guys want to check it out after we're done with this but yeah actually i'll, I'll post it up to this video when i put it yeah together. please bro please it's a hundred percent impossible to dick ride your homies you cannot dick ride your homies it's called support for my guys, like like D'Lo is one of my boys. Like we're super cool now. I know that his brand is the best fucking brand in Ventura County. I'm gonna make sure that anybody and everybody that I know knows what Mercy Clothing Company is. Why? Because I support my homies 100%. I have friends in the finance business. They are the best motherfuckers in the finance business and will forever be the best motherfuckers in the finance business because they're my friends and i want everybody around me all my sphere of influence to understand that they're my friends and i want to see them win and i think it's um there's a lack of support and i want to bring it back to this where i was at when i said thank you to you guys you guys are you guys are providing a platform for people like me to come on here and speak and get exposure um 
this is beautiful, man, because it's it's cross marketing. Um, we're we're cross pollinating. I'm obviously obviously going to share this thing on, on on my social media, which is going to get my following to go check out what I talked about, to check out all the BS that I'm saying on here. <laughs> it's not BS, bro. Post. Trust me. <laughs> but then when you guys post, it's also going to be like your following and your market is going to come out and check me out and say, oh, who's this D bag talking about all this crap, talking about the big business, right? Uh, probably not that, but they're going to want to see what I'm, you know, what I'm saying, what I'm talking about. But I think that um, what you guys are doing here is really cool. Charles, you're a mastermind, bro. I see you, man. And and uh, from one creative to another, I respect it, bro. I, I appreciate dude. it, bro. Yeah. Hard claps in the back over here. Yeah, man. I also want to jump in uh, before I, I hand it over to Adrian. Um, what you mentioned that really stood out to me was that there is a lack of support and it is a growing thing now. And then what you mentioned, especially with the whole dick riding thing, like, I think people are afraid to not get that. I think what it is is that people are afraid to give uh, without expectations. You know, they always want something in return. And sometimes I catch myself doing that too. Like, hey, bro, like I just did this for you. You didn't do anything back. So I'm just like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Then I have to step myself back. I'm like, yo, yo, this is for him, not for me. And I think when we can come to that core value where we can understand that it just becomes easier because we could do it and it's, it doesn't hurt us. It doesn't take anything from us except our ego if you're attached, right? So uh, with that being said, uh, as a more going back to being a mortgage lender now, uh, obviously with what's happened right now with the quarantine, COVID-19, we want to kind of see how people's uh, business, not just business, um, business as in uh, checking it out, but like in a sense, like try to understand their perspective and how it's ex affecting them. So I'm going to let Adrian uh, kind of handle off on that. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, Charles pretty much said it. Uh, Jonathan, is that what what's happening right now in your business or in your personal life with this whole quarantine like how are you as a lender um adapting or do you need to adapt or what's what's been your strategy so far since this whole quarantine started so my strategy since the quarantine has started is, is really coming from a, um understanding that in our industry bro there's there's time of action and there's time of inaction um and what i mean by this is there's times when we have to focus on getting the lead and closing the deal there's also times where we have to focus on being the uh, beacon of, of uh, information for our clients and our business partners. So during this time, I focus more on being a support system for my real estate professionals, uh, for my anybody that's involved in, in the industry of, of, of purchasing and selling and, and doing all that stuff. As you know, there, it takes a village to close a deal. So it's not just you and I, the lender and the realtor. Um, it's it's just everybody in our, in our circle when it comes to closing a deal and making it happen. Just being there for them and staying on top of things. Um, as far as changes, I've seen, uh, man, there's been so many changes. It's uh, almost hard to keep up with the amount of changes in guidelines and, and all these things. It's very difficult, but... Um, keeping keeping that top of uh, you know uh, keeping that as, as one of your priorities or as one of my priorities has been really the the uh, kind of a, a attack that I've taken also like I said just providing more information to my my real estate partners and letting them know like look these things change this is what's happening I mean I'll, I'll be very very transparent with you guys I lost uh, as soon as this crisis started um, most investor loans kind of backed out <clears throat> so I lost, um, I think it was four deals, four escrows that I had just, boom, it just out of the blue from one, one night to the, uh, to the morning, it was just like, no more, we can't do the loan. So <clears throat> understanding that there's adversity in this business and just being there to provide the information and, and 
making sure that people understand that it's not that I don't want to help you. It's just that there's nobody to fund it. Like nobody wants to, nobody wants to fund these things. So there's been a lot of changes, but I think at this point, my strategy has been come more from a, from a, an informational side than, than from a salesy side. Like I'm not sitting here trying to tell everyone buy or sell real estate. Like, no, that's not really my goal right now. It's more, do you have any questions? What can I help you with? Is there any concerns? Like, let me help guide you. And if you're not ready right now, that's fine. No, don't worry about it. Let's at least plan things out and have things ready for you for when you feel ready or for when you feel comfortable. Um, just being a beacon of information for people is really where, uh, um, where I've taken my business these last couple of weeks. A beacon of information. That's very well said. So it, it sounds like you're just trying to prepare people for when that day comes as opposed to trying to close the sale or trying to say why it makes sense to buy now and you're not doing that you're just saying here's all the information that you're going to want need or even find here it is and now with this you should feel prepared whether that's in a month six months or a year or so before so with that said you know what now that you've been giving out all this information like what do you feel like you're going to be you know, what are your expectations or what are you looking forward to after this whole quarantine ends, whether it's, you know, May 15th or whether it's extended or so, so on? Like, what are you expect? What are your expectations? What do you look forward to? I look forward to getting back to business, bro. Uh, I look forward to getting <laughs> back to business more than anything else. I look forward to getting back to my regular schedule. Dude, I used to, um, <laughs> I hate to admit this, but I used to almost uh, see Caravan as like a like a homework, man. I, you know Caravan, right? And for, for the listeners that don't know what it is, it's basically a, we get uh, real estate professionals are allowed a kind of like a pre-tour to their new listings and showing them off to, to the other real estate professionals. So it's kind of just like an industry uh, show day. So you could, if you got a new listing, you put it on the, on the Caravan and then you get to go show it off to the newer or to, to all the other realtors in case they find, you know, have a buyer for you or anything like that. So, um, I used to see it kind of like as a task rather than something that I wanted to do. And I think this time, uh, showed me that, nah, I actually, I love it. Like I like going and seeing houses, like, even though I don't have a buyer for it, I want to go see the house because not only is it inspirational for me, but also sharing them on like on my stories or, or on other stuff. It's good marketing. It's great to, to show it to people and show people like, look, I'm working. These are the homes that are for sale. If you have any questions, get in contact with a real estate professional and then hit me up and I'll have my team assist you in the best way uh, possible. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting back to business, bro, getting back to normal business, whatever normal means now. So that makes sense. And, and I totally get you when you say that it almost seemed like a task at first and one of the things I think both you and I realize and Charles, like by doing this podcast is, you know, we're doing it for ourselves because we're trying to grow, develop. But once we see that what we're doing, you as a lender going to see those houses, putting them on Instagram live or putting them on Facebook live, Charles, putting this platform up, um, you start seeing that it's not just for ourselves, but our audience is getting a huge, huge beacon of information. They're going to feel like, okay, this is the kind of market that's out there, bedrooms, baths, that's the kind of price I'm going to look at. Wow. I didn't know that about credit. Like Charles, like gave me something to keep in mind. Cause he made this podcast. He's a creator, you know, Johnny's a creator, like, and this is awesome. So I think understanding that is super, super like important when it comes to being like a business owner, a creator, or, you know, an influencer. So, um, I mean, that's pretty much it. Like I, I want to ask you like, or Charles, like, do you mind just jump, jumping in? Like to tell yeah. us like, 
what, what the plans are for the next yeah for sure um the cool thing is you know, uh you're mentioning you know with the whole coronavirus that uh, you're you're working with it and crap i forgot one thing i wanted to point out but it'll probably come back to me later <laughs> but uh um you know it's i liked how you mentioned that you you had to understand whether there's a time for you to try to close deals but also give information and also want to there you go that idea was that um you giving out information is not just giving information but you're also building that trust and support for them to actually get to know you and i think that's one of the most important things when when you're working with people i think when i'm working with people that's one of the most important things that i felt that i get out of like what's the roi that relationship like that thing for me has been something that's very um more the most valuable thing so uh, we're actually gonna just transition bro like i, I know you kind of uh, mentioned your story and also uh what's behind your brand and what's it like being uh uh what explaining more about mortgages so uh for your future bro, we're kind of curious bro what what does that look like you know like the next two to five years what are you looking to do in the next two to five years, I want to continue to help develop uh, the company that I'm working with. One of the beautiful things about Capital Mortgage Services is that not only am I there to help develop some of our some of our uh, loan officers, but I'm also there helping with branding. I'm also there helping with marketing. And um, I love the platform that they've provided for me because it really allows me to execute all of my tools, right? Like to use all of my tools in order to help grow the business. And um, in the next two to five years, I see myself uh, growing to be one of their top producing loan officers. Not, I don't wanna say just by numbers, but um, by helping families. Cause the, the way that I see it is I, I wanna help families achieve the dream of home ownership. Um, I also see myself continuing to, to develop my, my podcast, you know, inside the millennial mindset, continue to develop that with my partner, Rigo, and uh, excited to share a lot of the stuff that we've been doing on the background, which is why we've been kind of quiet. We've been working a lot on branding and uh, developing that. I uh, look forward to developing more relationships with, with specific real estate professionals that I would like to work with, because even when it comes to that, I think you're a, you're a direct, um, how do I say, there's, there's whatever partners in the business you have are, are a direct reflection of who you are as a person and as, as an individual. So kind of narrowing down the amount of partners that I have to um, just working with people that I like working with, people that I enjoy working with and, and trying to develop more relationships, meaningful relationships um, with my business partners. I see myself helping my mother buy her first home uh, in the next two to five years, if not sooner than that. Um, I see myself doing all that and uh, who knows, maybe even getting my own place. Um, we'll see, we'll see what happens, bro. But it's definitely on the, uh, on the list of things that I want to do um, for the next two to five years in business. Yeah. Awesome, bro. Love to hear all that, especially, you know, helping out your mom and I, I could totally see you just absolutely crushing yourself. So looking forward to all of this. So for anybody Thank listening, uh, do you have any last words you want to add on? Um, for anybody listening, because I know that I'm, I'm sure more than sure that there's a lot of uh, high performers and there's a lot of entrepreneurs and business people that are listening to this podcast. Uh, um, general audience wanna, too, people who are interested in general audience, audience. General. anyone and everyone that's that's willing to lend me their ears at this last for these last remarks. I want to share with you guys that anything and everything in life is going to be difficult. Nothing is handed to you. Um, there's going to be times where you're going to question why you're doing things. There's going to be times where you're going to look back and say, why the hell am I even doing this? Um, but understand that through these trials and tribulations, there's a beautiful moment when you're able to overcome your fears and overcome any and every obstacle thrown at you. And you realize that you're made for it. Understand that this 
life is tough. It's not easy. It's going to be hard and you're going to be broken more than once, more than twice. You're going to be broken a million times, but get back on your feet and continue fighting. Um, you are willing and you are able. If you're willing, you're able to. That's what I wanted to say. If you're willing, you're able to. Um, nothing is impossible. I think we live in, a, in an amazing country that allows us the opportunity to really just dream and do. Um, so take full advantage of it. Uh, go out there and, and, and crush it. Crush every single one of your dreams. Uh, crush every single one of your goals. Make sure that you, you don't give up in life and you continue to fight every single day. Um, because one day you're going to look back and you're going to realize that um, those chains that you were dragging or those those things, those weights that you felt you were dragging uh, were the blocks that you're now building your uh, your empire with. Nice, bro. Love it. Especially at this time, you know, giving that sense of uh, hope and not just hope, but like the being able to see the possibilities. So for anybody listening, I know you have two accounts as well. Where can you be found um, and your service as well? for mortgages if anybody's interested in you know getting more informed or maybe looking to buy their first house with you right well i have two instagram pages you guys can find me on at rico j r-i-c-o-j-a-y underscore or you can find my other page at johnny mercado j-o-h-n-n-i-e mercado m-e-r-c-a-d-o if you're looking for a mortgage loan you can find our company at mycmsloans.com or you can contact me and i get you i get you in contact with our team there and we can uh, we can get you going with that Awesome, brother. And Adrian, did you, have, did you have anything you want to add on or ask uh, Rico? I think Jonathan was right on the dot. So uh, speechless right now. You can hear the passion, and that's all I appreciate from uh, from anyone yeah. from business. So good for good for you, Jonathan. Thank you, brother. Awesome, bro. All right, bro. Thanks for uh, thanks for getting involved. I know you're busy as well. And then for anybody listening, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you in the next episode of the Cash Flow Series. <laughs>